So, Tanya, great to, look, it's, it is great to have you here and to hear uh, what your story's been over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so we want to uh, tell us, first of all, uh, tell us a bit about your life at the moment, um, home, family, work, that kind of thing. All right. So I have um, two kids um, at home with me. I have my daughter, Madison. She's 13. And my son, Jack, he's 10. And that's a great age for the kids to be. I love it at the moment. All right. Um, I work locally um, in Gosford, so close to home, um, four days a week, so I've got a pretty decent balance of work and family, I think, at the moment. Yep, yep. Um, is that a regular, regular day off through the week? Yes, it is. Okay. Monday. So I get yep. a long weekend every weekend. It's awesome. Right. Yep. Uh, so you have Tuesday-itis rather than Monday-itis? Yeah, by then, getting through the week's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good. <laughs> uh, and... Um, uh, have you always lived on the central coast, born and bred? Or? No. Ten years on the coast, I escaped Sydney, yep. um, as many of us have. Um, yeah, and I love living on the coast. What's one thing you love about it? Can I say two things? Yeah, you may. Thanks. Um, I love the environment that we're in, close to beaches, of course, everyone says that. But I really love the people on the coast as well. Yep. Relaxed. Yep. Um, not always racing around like where we escaped from. Okay. <laughs> Uh, now, uh, um, we're going to. Uh, life changed significantly for you about five years ago, uh, mm. but, um, and we're going to hear about that. But tell it, take us back about seven or eight years and tell us what life looked like for you then. Yep. So, seven or eight years ago, we were um, working hard. So, we, my family, my partner at the time, Kane and I, were working really hard to establish life on the coast with two um, little kids. Um, and. Um, you know, we were working hard. I was commuting to the city five days a week at that time. He was working at the other end of the coast on a, in a shift um, position. So um, we rarely got to see each other, but it made sense for the time that we were in managing kids and childcare and things like that. Um, so we worked hard through the week and then we um, intentionally tried to um, live well on the weekends. So, um, yeah. yeah what, what did that look like, living yeah. well on the weekends? Yeah, so we had lots of people around us, um, f- friends, barbecues, time to relax and enjoy the coast. Um, we wanted to create memories for our family, for ourselves, for people around us. Um, so there was a lot of energy in that. Um, yeah, if you're trying to create this amazing sphere to live in, it takes time and energy. Yeah, that's interesting. I think often when you've got little kids, you're conscious of trying to create those memories for them that, mm. um, that, that we all have of our child. What sort of memories did you want your kids to have? I wanted them to be experiencing life, um, you know, making friends, taking adventures, doing holidays. Um, yeah, just a full life. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so life was busy... Uh, it, it sounds very full and busy. Both of you, five days a week, different mm. times of the day. Um, and what was what were your uh, priorities? What was life focused on? Uh, what was the picture of yep. the good life that you were pursuing? Yeah. So we wanted. Um, we we knew we'd have to work hard to create a comfortable lifestyle and um, and have lots of pleasures in that lifestyle mm. um, for our family and for ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So so lifestyle comfort. Yep. Enjoyment on the weekends. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
Uh, and look, do you, was that? Do you think those were unusual goals? Were those were those goals similar to your friends and people around yeah. you at the time? Yeah, totally. I, I don't think they're unusual goals. We had um, some friends that we were particularly um, involved with and loved hanging out with, and still do. Um, but I felt like I was always having to keep up with them, um, which is intense um, as they get something new. How yep. what? Not that we wanted to compete with them because we were so pleased to enjoy what they were having, and mm. but it's really hard to keep chasing yep. all of the time. Um, Maybe yeah. they were having the same conversation at their place about you. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it was always one step. <laughs> you never know. Uh, now. Um, but some cracks started to appear. Yeah. You, you were uh, pursuing this goal and, and you, as you're saying there, it, that it became stressful. Yeah, um, t- And tell us about uh, the way that started to become stressful. Yeah, so um, the nature of the arrangement that Kane and I had so carefully um, orchestrated was that um, we would pass each other if, you know, rarely through the week, if at all, um, and particularly... Um, it would, be, it would be unusual to see each other awake. Um, mm. So I was leaving the house early and coming home late. He was um, looking after the kids in the morning, so he was, that was pretty cool because mm. um, not every kid gets that. Um, but then working late into the night. So we wouldn't see each other. So the relationship, um, it, it took its toll on the relationship. Yeah, um, my wife sadly. and I have done that for a little while and yeah. one person arrives home to a sleeping body and the other person... Leaves yep. a sleeping body. And, yep. it, and, you know, at that time, the kids are pretty good at sleeping through the night, but if anyone wakes up, who's getting the kid? <laughs> right, yeah. No. There's not much margin <laughs> no. for this. Yeah. No. Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so the relationship was um, a little more um, harder. So, mm. so for my weekends, because I'd worked through the week, I was craving time with Kane and the kids together Mm. Um, and he had worked so hard looking after the kids through the mornings and getting them out to um, school or childcare or whatever um, that he was actually craving time for himself and so it was um, yeah it did take its toll it was hard to navigate how much of each of those things we could afford Mm. in that precious two days yeah yeah Yeah. so that was one thing Um, as the kids were growing older um you know, you notice differences about how your child is um, or, or isn't. Um, and so we, there were a few things that we were noticing about Jack. Um, the way he interpreted the world was a little different. Um, the way he, his body physically processed the world was a little different. So that caused some um, pretty intense times as well. Mm, yeah, again, where there wasn't a lot of extra time... No, to have it was hard. So yep. to work it out, to talk about it, um, yeah, to mm. acknowledge what was happening for him and, and, and the pathway forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really and I think it was around the time Madison was starting school as well, so that yeah. brings a whole new layer of, yeah. of adjustments. and. Yep, new people, uh, new season, new routines, um, although mine didn't change because I was always out. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, so just managing that. And as a mum, you, you know, you want to be in that. So there yep. was that struggle as well. Yeah. Um, but, met, yeah, through that time there were some amazing things happening as well. So meeting new friends and, and being introduced to the school life, which is busy as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, so 
Around that time when it was becoming stressful and, and um, hard to hold everything together, you started asking some questions about um, your life, your priorities. Tell us about those sorts of things that were going through your mind. Yeah. So uh, my life was structured well, so I was in control most of the time. But when, I, when these things happened, I didn't feel like I had any control. I was losing control. Um, so I was wondering what who was in control and what was the point of it all. Mm. Um, and so that hit me pretty hard in the... Um, oh, it's a couple of years back, but when Marty had started school, yeah, things were changing. Okay. So, yeah, so who was in control? What's the point of it all? Mm. Um, where did you start looking for answers to these questions? Um, in my wisdom, I went to Google. <laughs> Wiki pages have lots of information. There's of no course. shortage of answers on I Google. Know. I was going to... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I was... Oh, way back then, it, I was um, relying on Oprah and Dr mm. Phil to give me a little bit of wisdom as well. Yeah. Oh. Well, the good thing is these are such reliable sources. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, they fill you with particularly... Um, the Oprah brand, and you know she's an amazing woman, but filling filling you with um, do what's right for you and and make your life a blessed life, and mm. you can't do that. What you what can't. was the so what was the tension there? What tensions did you face? So the pressure was still on me to make it right. Right. Um, so when you're at your limit, at your capacity, you can't physically do much more than. That you then what are you to, doing? Yeah, you need to hand it over. So, um, yep. yeah, I was ready. Okay. Uh, and, um, yep, so, so around that time, so uh, Madison was starting school and you met somebody who, yep. who didn't necessarily tell you all the answers but encouraged you to keep asking these questions. Tell yeah, us yeah. about, about uh, what happened there. Yeah, so when I um, was able to get um, Maddie up to school, um, you know, you stand around and you chat to families and who are walking through the same... Um, season of life with you and um, there was this one family that I particularly noticed that wasn't running the crazy race like we were Um, and um, I was drawn to that family so I spent lots of time um, in hindsight you know great great times with um, my friend Deb and she um, took the time invested um, time in me to and asked some curly questions we had lots of afternoons on the floor with her kids and my kids running um, around, they were having a great time, but we were, she, I was, I was turning inside, I was... Um, are, are there any particular curly questions you remember from those days? Not Or more that, really. that churning feeling just, inside? Yeah, it was just, she was asking questions that made me th- realise that um, what I was chasing for, what I was striving for, didn't didn't make sense, wasn't, right. wasn't the ultimate thing, wasn't what I was there for, what yep. I was designed for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, challenged yeah, my worldview, challenged me okay. in, in thinking those things. Yep, yep. Yeah, challenged your worldview. Uh, in a sentence, could you summarise your worldview for us at that time? Um, so it was a very self-centred um, view on the world. So our, um, you know, it was about making these memories and moments in life good for everyone around us. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 
Make your life a full life. Full life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the now you found out uh, that Deb was a Christian. Yeah. What was your concept of a oh. religious person at that time? Yeah. So Deb actually um, invited me along to a church event um, fairly early on, and, I was, and this is about five years ago, I think. Now is that yeah. that, that sort of time frame? Yeah, yep. yeah, it was. And so I received her invitation, and. I, I was like, oh, awesome. I'm going to do this for the team. I was seriously taking a hit for the school mums. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> this lady probably doesn't have very many friends. She's invited me to this thing. I better go. And so... <laughs> I love you, Deb. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and so uh, my view on Christians generally and church was that it would be a house or a, a bunch of people... Um, all very fragile um, and needing something, whether it was from me or someone else. Mm. So a bit wary, but I yep. yeah, came along yeah, to right. support her. Yeah, she needed that. me. <laughs> and um, and but uh, so through that, you started to become intrigued yourself mm. about Jesus. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah, so so tell us about that. How did you? How did that happen? That you? What yeah. started to intrigue you? How did you go about checking out yeah. uh, Jesus and who he is? So as I came along um, to not only this one event but a, um, another event, I, I came along to the life series. Um, I was confronted with um, a whole bunch of things that challenged what I had believed about the world. Um, I was challenged by. Um, who I had once believed Jesus to be. Um, and and in, in that, um, some of those questions and problems with my life, or, but yeah, um, those issues that I was dealing with in my life, made a whole lot more sense and I was able to understand what and why I was going through those things. So it started to uh, make sense of some of the stresses you were having? Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, it didn't provide an- answers to those particular problems. Right. But it helps me to understand... Um, the predicament? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the, uh, so, so what did you find out about Jesus? What was compelling for yeah. you? So um, I think it's been touched on a bunch of times, but... Um, hearing how reliable the Bible is um, was paramount to me um, that God as a man in Jesus came to earth um, in a point in time and a place um, was amazing, outstanding um, So rather than being a, a fairy tale or it that was sort of real, thing It's yep. true and, and it's not just the Bible that um, verifies that, it's other sources so mm. um, yeah, digging in and understanding that was pretty critical. Um, but also um, that he came to earth to draw me closer to God was amazing. His goodness in that, mm. um, incredible. So just explain that for us a, a little bit, uh, that Jesus came to earth to draw us to God. Uh, yeah. So, explain what you mean for yeah, us. Yeah, so... Um, I learned through that series and, and subsequent um, discussions and um, talks that we have a God that is wanting to draw us near um, and, and wants us to be in a relationship with him. And so 
um, he, in order that we are drawn near to him, he sent Jesus um, to earth to live a life full of struggles and, um, yeah, a, a life that would be challenging and confronting. Um, and his story plays out in the Bible that's all available for us all to see and read. Um, and it's not just, it wasn't just a point in time, but it's actually relevant for us today mm. and helps us understand what our life, why our lives are like they are and what our purpose and our, what we're designed to be mm. here for. Mm. So you've said there, I mean, life was stressful. There were stresses five or six years ago. There are still stresses now. But how do you have more of a, a sense of uh, peace, calm, contentment in the face of the ongoing stresses? How, how does Jesus give you that frame of mind? Mm. Um, yeah, so putting your trust in Jesus doesn't fix everything straight away um, and still and doesn't promise that there won't be struggles and stresses in your life. But it helps you, I think, um, to readjust your priorities mm-hmm. um, yeah, so life changes when you do that. Um, it helps you to navigate and understand relationships better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just, yeah. Yeah. So what would you, how would you describe your priorities now? So my priorities have changed vastly from um, like a list of enjoyment, pleasures, um, and family, well, not family focus, they are still... We focus on the family a great deal, but um, it's not about the moments that we capture. Um, It's more about um, living a life that's purposeful and honouring to God. Um, And and, and that plays out in the relationships that we have, um, the people that we meet, um, the way that we raise our family, the, the, the things we choose to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if one thing I've noticed that people describe frequently is coming to a point where they get their relationship with God sorted out, it spills over into the rest of their lives and starts to have a, a fixing effect to mm. their other relationships. It do, enhances do, things for sure. Right. So um, those relationships that I thought were pretty good with my kids, um, I feel like are getting better and better. Um, I, I understand them more. They understand the way the wor- world works a little bit as we're teaching them. Mm. Um, my relationship with Cain... Um, has changed a, a great deal. So um, we're um, charged to raise these kids together, but the way that we um, manage that and the way that I um, respect and respond to him is vastly different to what it could have been and probably would have been. Mm, mm. Yeah. Uh, Tanya, perhaps just... Um, you, you mentioned there uh, your relationship with Cain. You, you're separated now. Uh, tell us how uh, having... Jesus in the centre of your life, how you think that's been helpful in managing that situation? Mm. So, um, when in my relationship with God, I see a God that's forgiving and, and ultimately loving. And so, as I walk through life with Cain, um, in the relationship that we have, which is an ideal, um, I try firstly, to love and um, love him as a dad raising our kids, respect him in doing that. Um, the conversations, the dialogue changes a little bit and, you know, it's not, it's not the, 
it's a great relationship for what it is. Mm. Um, but forgiving him and forgiving myself for the circumstances that we've created or are a part of, um, yeah, like mm. I said, vastly different to what it would have been had I not seen the forgiveness um, and love of God. Mm. So it sounds like knowing God's forgiveness enables you to be honest about the situation as it is, uh, but to kind of not be burdened about it, but That's right. be able to be yeah. constructive and positive. Yeah, and work hard at it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I've got one more question then before you go. We were talking about, you know, what, what was your picture of the good life yep. uh, seven or eight years ago. What's your picture of a good life now? Um, my good life um, picture would be one that is um, living with purpose, um, a purpose and that we're designed for. So um, walking intentionally um, with God, um, yeah, all of my days, and, and growing my kids up in that as well. Um, there's some amazing things that are happening across um, over there at the moment, and it's pretty remarkable that they're um, able to learn about the real God mm. um, and be equipped for the years to come in that. Yeah. Yep. Well, Tanya, it's not easy to come up and tell your story in front of a couple of hundred people. So can you thank Tanya for her time with us this morning?